Life gets hard when you get down. I'm just trying to figure my shit out. What's going on, guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe. And I'm Grace Priscilla. And this is our podcast, and we just don't know what we're going to call it yet. We are not yet. <laughs> Uh, no guys, so, so serious note, serious note, okay, a couple weeks ago, maybe, I don't know, maybe about a week ago, Grace and I, we did our first podcast together, was it our first pod- podcast together? About a week ago, a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of So, I think about a week ago, we did, we did our first podcast together, and, um, you know, and obviously Grace and I have been together for a number of years now. We do we do a lot of things together, particularly something that we do a lot together. We we live and we enjoy life. Like we explore, we adventure, we go on road trips, we travel, we visit new coffee shops, we we support small businesses. We do all of these things that honestly are a big part of our life and a big part of who we are and what we do and how we show up and how we contribute and how we bring people together. Um, and not only did I really enjoy having Grace on the show, uh, last week, um, but I just feel like even looking forward, there's going to be so many things that I want to, that I want to share with you guys that I want to tell you about. And we're going to find a multitude of different ways to, to share those things with you guys. Like for example, our road trips, like we're, we're obviously going to share that stuff on social media. Um, you know, eventually we'll get into YouTube and all that stuff. But, but really just the day-to-day stuff, like I, I lean on Grace really, really heavily. I vent to her. Um, I, I ask her like, hey, am I going crazy? Hey, did you see this happened? And I just thought, you know, why, why not have Grace on the show? You know, I think that um, I know, I know that she has just as much value, if not more, to offer as I do. She has a completely different perspective, okay? Grace and I, I mean, when you take into account our upbringings and the schools we went to and just sort of our progression through the first 21 years of our life. I mean, it, it, it literally could not be more different. Would you agree? <laughs> it literally could, it could not be more different. And sometimes that's actually a point of contention between the two of us um, just because we just have such different life experiences. We have such different perspectives. But I think uh, for the sake of the show... It'll actually be really, really valuable because there's going to be people who can really relate uh, to some of the stories that I tell, to the perspective that I share. And there's going to be people that will really, really relate and identify with the perspective that Grace has to share. So um, so I'm excited. I really am excited. The, the, the problem is we actually have no idea what to call the show. We have no idea uh, what to name the show. Maybe we should run a contest. What do yeah. You think? That'd be cool. You want to run a contest? A contest? Well, okay. I was just thinking we could ask for suggestions, but adding the contest piece in well, is kind of fun. What would they win? TBD. TBD. Okay, we're going to run a contest. If you send us a name that Grace and I can use for the show, okay, and we end up using it, you have my word, we'll find something really, really super cool to give you, okay? Don't know what it is. A signed photo of my face. No, come I'm on, just kidding. Stop. I'm just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> but but we are for real. For real, we'll find something super cool that that you would think would be cool. Okay, we'll look into your Instagram. We'll look at like the kind of things you do for fun. We'll ask you some questions. Maybe we'll get some hints, some suggestions, and then we'll go and we'll find a super cool gift to give you. All right, if you have a good name that we end up using for the show. Do you remember when people used to do that though? No. You would, like celebrities would like literally have like signings and they would have like their headshots and they would like sign their headshot and people would freak out. Like, so, I mean, it, weird? you know, hey, to each their own, to each their own. Listen, I, think, I just thought it was funny that anyway, continue. Sorry. You know, I never really understood the autograph thing anyway. Like the, like the, 
I mean, it's, it's like a little piece of someone that you can take with you forever, kind of. Yeah, I mean, so I, I've met a lot. I mean, as you know, I've met a lot of of famous people in in all different categories of like, I guess, her too notoriety, right? And just never once have I ever been like, man, can I have an autograph? You know, and and I, and I, you know, I'm not knocking anybody for it, but I feel like it would just take away from the moment. You know, like when I meet people that I really look up to, like I just want to connect with them. Like I want to. Well, you have to think about though, like before there were pictures, that was kind of like the thing. Yeah, like I guess before there were selfies. It's kind of like you know breaking the moment, so you can be like, "Hey, can I can we take a picture?" Well, that's the same. I mean, it's the same thing. Like that. That to me ruins the moment. Like I've never ever ever. Like not not to say that if we ever run into any of you in public, please say hi, and we would love to take a picture with you. That's, <laughs> that's not. Please don't take that the wrong way. I love 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 when people say hello to us when we're out yeah, and about and doing it, things. And, it, and I guess it makes me feel really special too. When totally. Pe- when people want to take a picture with me, and that that does happen. Like, hey, dude, do you mind if we? I, okay, so I love it, but I'm not a celebrity. I feel like for a celebrity, it would be different. Like, think about how many pictures they've taken you know think about i mean we know some people in our life who've well, taken plenty 100 like, yeah. like like absolutely and and i i know personally that when they have to go to an event and they know like they're dreading the thousand photos that they have to take like they would much much they have such a, a much better time at any event when they can just go and just be normal yeah you know? but also the people Often who are trying to take pictures with them are the reason that they've gotten to where they are. One thousand percent. So it's One, a catch twenty two. Yeah, it is a catch twenty two. You know. But I don't wanna I don't wanna make it awkward. You know, like hopefully we can become best friends and you give me your phone number. That's way better. That's way better to me than oh, a picture. I don't know if I agree with that one, babe. For real. <laughs> I don't know how many people I want having my phone number. For real. If we can become best <laughs> friends and I can get their phone number, that's way better to me. No, no, no. I'm not saying ask me for your for my yeah, phone number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's how <laughs> it just came like out. If I meet, like if I meet Kobe Bryant, okay? If I if I were to meet Kobe Bryant, like better than a, a picture or an autograph, I'm trying to make a, a I'm trying to make an impression on him that so that he remembers me. Sure. So that maybe so that maybe after that interaction, I go interact with his Instagram story or something, and he accepts the request because he recognizes me, and now we now we develop like an actual relationship. So like to me, that's always like I always play the long game, I guess, in life and yeah. in business, and so I guess I. That's so false. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you so mean? False. I so you just said to me this morning, you're like, you know, I'm sorry, but. Not everybody's brain works like you do. You're always trying to plan like 10 years, 15 years from now. You said True or not true? I said that that was true. But okay, however. Okay. All right. Hold on. Let's just get into the show. <laughs> okay. All <laughs> okay. right. Um, He's all right, wrong. guys. Well, anyway, you know, we are going to, I mean, there, there's going to be a number of, of different styles of shows. Okay. I, I can just foresee this moving forward. Um, most of the shows are just going to be talk show. It's going to be a talk show. Grace and I, you know, showing up, sharing our live, sharing our perspective, um, sharing our thoughts with you guys. Okay. The, the original mission of this show, uh, when it was just coffee with Mark or when it was the Joe brothers podcast. Okay. The original mission is still intact. It's still the same. Okay. Um, not only, uh, not only do I have, um, a number of stories, life experiences, lessons that I've learned along the way, perspective that I've gained over the years that I really I really want to share with you guys because because truly and genuinely I do think that those experiences and that perspective that I've gained, you know, through the first 
X amount of, you know, for the first portion of my life, I do think that those are quite literally the most valuable things that I have to offer humanity as an individual. And I think that that, I've said this before on a show, but I, I think that that is true for everyone. Like, I, I think no matter how talented you are, no matter how skilled you are, the most valuable thing that we have to offer each other is our, our experiences and our perspective. You know, th- that is, um, I mean, there's just so much that I could say that that's to be gained from, from something like that. Like even, even happiness, you know, happiness is like a matter of, of perspective, right? Um, and, then, and then learning other people's life lessons without having to go through the same experiences that they had to go through in order to learn those lessons, like that accelerates the learning process so quickly. It's like reading biographies. It's like reading nonfiction books. That's how you can learn, you know, what somebody learned through a lifetime of experience in a few days that it takes you to read a book, right? And so I really want to keep that intact. Grace and I are obviously, we have completely different experiences, completely different perspectives. We are going to share that stuff a lot. But then there's going to be stuff that's just day-to-day, day-to-day current events, things that we see on Instagram or on social media or in the news that we think need to be talked about because, um, quite frankly... And I've said this several, several times before, but I feel like something that is getting harder and harder and harder to come by these days is really just a good conversation. You know, a conversation of substance that means something, that has uh, consequences, ramifications, that, that makes you stop and, and think, you know, and question uh, or analyze sort of your, your, your deeply held thoughts, beliefs, um, your opinions. And if we can, if we can just you know, inspire some productive, critical thinking, if we can get people um, operating more independently, you know, on a, on a psychological uh, basis, you know, mentally independent, um, I, think there, I think that it's something that we, we really need to inspire in each other across society these days because, man, you know, our culture is just going in a direction that, quite, quite frankly, is just scary. It's just scary to me. So hopefully we can stimulate some really good conversations. We can get you guys thinking. We can challenge the way that you've always thought um, or believed. Uh, and, uh, and obviously, you know, hopefully we can, we can all get better along the way. And then when we take our road trips, when we travel, you can absolutely expect to hear about all the highlights of the trip. Grace, what else are we going to talk about? Can you think of anything I missed? No, but I just want to add, like, you know, a lot, some of these conversations are conversations that are even getting me out of my comfort zone. I am very opinionated on a lot of things, but I, I don't really talk about some of those things, and um, especially publicly on a platform like this. So this is going to be a little uncomfy for me, too. So if that encourages you to get out and have conversations with people, um, then so be it. But here well, we are. The thing is, we just we just and, 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 you know, obviously, let me know if you if you disagree, but because I'm going to speak for both of us. But the truth is, you know, there's so many conversations like I feel like the conversations that we need to be having the most as a society are the conversations that people run from. You know, we, we, we live in this culture that's honestly like cancel culture is such a big part of America today because social media is such a big part of America. And, you know, and, and then, you know, pu- managing public opinion becomes this this thing that's a consequence of building a platform and a brand. And so now I feel like people are literally afraid to have the tough conversations. And there's there's more chatter. There's more noise in America than there's ever been. Like there's more just mindless, just meaningless 
noise. There's so much. We have so much information at our disposal, at our fingertips. We have so much content that we can consume. I mean, more than ever in the history of Earth. But, but, but also more than ever, it's all useless. It's all meaningless. And the conversations that we really need to be having in order to continue evolving and growing as a unit, you know, as, as a society, in order to strengthen our bonds rather than, uh, rather than um, sort of just dig into the division that, that exists here in America and, 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 and separate ourselves into these little camps that agree about one specific issue but, but, but disregard every other aspect of life and cooperation with each other, those conversations people are running from. I can give you some, some examples. Like the conversation about public health is a conversation that people are afraid to have because they're afraid of, of either offending somebody or uh, they're afraid of discovering that whoever they're talking to really disagrees with them. And then it's going gonna, it's gonna to create an uncomfortable conversation because we're only comfortable talking with people that, that we agree with. But I want to I re-normalize. I want to I normalize having conversations about hard topics, topics that people really care about, regardless of whether they agree with you or not. We've got to be okay with with putting our brains together and really starting and really starting to decide what's best for the whole rather than what's best for us. And I think that also one other thing that I see, because the, the conversation about public health is one, the conversation about race, the conversation about sex, the conversation about marriage, the conversation about abortion, like these are conversations that all have been brought to the forefront of America, whether it was voting on something or, you know, some mandates or things being imposed, like all of these things are are really relevant public issues, social issues right now. And people are afraid to talk about them. And so what happens is we all just get railroaded into some policy or rule or restrictions or parameters that are imposed upon us by people and who knows whether we agree with them or not who who whoever you know uh consented to or even you know um or resisted any of these things being passed down we don't know because we, we're literally not having the conversations and it's like we're, we're okay talking about the Kardashians or, or yeah, we can talk about the Chiefs or pa Patrick Mahomes. But when it comes to the stuff that's really actually affecting us, like, I don't know if you guys have been living under a rock, but like our lives, our economy, the opportunities that we have, the privileges and the freedoms that we enjoy every single day, our lives today look completely different than they did four years ago. Like for real. They look, they look completely different than they did four years ago. And I'm not, you guys know me. I don't talk politics very frequently. I don't talk social issues very frequently. I, I, I try to stand in the middle, but something that I learned a long time ago and something that I literally remind myself every single day is that, hey, Mark, you can only live your life, okay? And what I mean by that is when I see people that are living in a way that I don't agree with, okay, I remind myself, hey, Mark, you can only live your life. In other words, it's not for you to say how somebody else lives their life, okay? If you, like I care deeply, I care deeply, and I feel very strongly about the fact that I'm going to live my life however I see fit, okay? It's my life, it's my body, it's my health. I'm gonna do what I think is best for me with respect to those things, and there's not a, there's not a thing you can do to incentivize me otherwise, okay? And Grace and I are gonna share something with you that just happened recently that we can demonstrate, right? But 
I'm going to live my life the way that I see fit and the way that I think is best for me. And, and if I if I feel strongly about that, like if I feel strongly about preserving my right to live my life however I see fit, as long as I don't pose any danger to anybody else, okay, then I have to. This is the part that most people miss. I have to feel equally as strongly. I have to rigorously defend your right to live your life the way that you see fit too. You see how that works? Like your right to live your life the way that you think is best is, is the same. It's the same right that I want to protect and preserve for myself. And so if we're not having these conversations, well, guess what? We all fucking lose. We all lose. Because eventually, you know, let's say there's a mandate or there's a law or there's a restriction that's imposed upon us that affects me. And now I can't live my life the way I really want to. Because guess what? Because we were, we were afraid to talk about it. We were afraid to talk about it. And so we couldn't put our brains together and say, you know what, guys? Uh, you want to get a vaccine, I don't want to get a vaccine. Let's figure out the path that that enables us both to make the decision that we want to make for ourselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. That makes sense. So tell them, tell them what just happened. What? Tell, tell them what just happened. Welcome to the show, guys, where we're getting real really quick. We I didn't realize this is what we we're going to talk about today. What? But, um... Okay, so uh, Mark and I were just approached by a reality TV show. Um, I'm not going to say the name, but it was a pretty cool show. Um, a really cool show, guys. Like, not like... Not like some not Love like Island not bullshit like Love or something Island like or that. Real like, world. it was like a legit, fun, travel-based show. An awesome show. A really cool show. And we were pumped. We made our whole casting video and um, sent it in. And the person that we were in contact with was really excited um, and really made us seem like we made it seem like we were going to get pretty far in the casting. Um, we went on to the next round of the casting um, and we got on a Zoom with the person that we were talking to. The first question was about dates, and they told us when they were going to be filming, and it worked out with our schedule, so we were like, perfect. The second question was, are we vaccinated? And it, what struck me, it was just so crazy, like the fact that that was the second question. It was like, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. Okay, so the show is from this time to this time. That's when we're filming. Are you guys available? Yes. Okay, great. That's awesome. We're so excited. Okay, are you vaccinated? And we we were just totally taken off guard. Like, even if you're going to ask that question, I don't know. I guess you could do it both ways. They just want to eliminate the people. Um, right out of the gate. Right out of the gate, which they eliminated us right out of the gate. But, you know, you'd think that that's kind of like a something. Like, that's just... I don't know when the switch became that it was like not personal information anymore. I mean, I do know when the switch well, came. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's my biggest problem like, with it. It's like, isn't that, aren't, isn't our health information supposed to be? I don't know the HIPAA laws or anything like that, but I feel like that's, I don't know. It's like going up to a, a woman and asking her, hey, are you on birth control? Like, yeah. that's, uh, what? It's, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's literally or none like, of your business. I, I don't know. You anyway. know? And, 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 was an and to be clear, experience. guys, Grace and I are are neither pro nor, you know, we're not we're not for or against. Like we're we're, we're literally exact. Going back to what I was just saying, like we feel really really strongly that, you know, people not just in this country but everywhere, but specifically in this country, like we we ought to be able um, 
to live our lives, whether it, it, it's choosing where we live, choosing where we go to school, choosing where we go to the doctor, choosing what we put in our body, what we don't put in our body, like that, that that's just a part of, that's, it, it's, it, it's an essential piece of freedom, you know, that, that, that for as long as this country has, has been around, has existed, has been preserved, and, it's, and, and just recently it's been revoked, like it's just, and it's something that happened in, and and it's and it's it, they're trying to normalize like it was just so crazy that i mean guys this show was was kind of a big deal like we were really excited we were about excited. it like you the winner like we were going to go and join the show as a team and the winner of the of the show wins a million dollars so we were also informed that we were going to be one out of 11 teams potentially we didn't get the the bit but they sure did make it seem like they were excited they even after we responded um and we were quote-unquote eliminated they were like oh my gosh are you serious well that's like a new rule for the show we're hoping it's not going to be permanent we really really like you guys we're going to keep your information on file and and i hope that you know in the future you know if this rule gets dropped which we're hoping it does then we can have you guys potentially as contestants next time around or whatever but it was just a bummer it, it, it was crazy man but this is one of those scenarios where i'm, I'm really happy with what grace and i did because like i was you know just getting into it's like we had a one in 11 chance to win a million dollars and here's the deal i like our chances okay i like our chances with anything like with with anything like you want to test us you know with uh, our knowledge you want to test our ability to think on the fly you want to test our athleticism like eh, I, one in 11 chance i like our chance you're picking couples from across america grace and i Grace and I will show up. We're competitive as heck, okay? <laughs> so we had a 1 in 11 chance of winning a million dollars. But you know what? Our integrity and our commitment to our own moral and ethical code, it can't be, it can't be compromised. It can't be bought, okay? Even for a million dollars. Like, that's, that's kind of why I brought this up. Because I feel like that's a scenario. There's a number of scenarios that have happened over the past several years, Um you know, where, where people, they did, they compromised on their own beliefs, on their own principles, um, out of fear or out of uncertainty, because like, you know. Well, but, um, but, you know, to your point, in that moment, when they were thinking about all things considered, okay, if, you know, if you're being put in a position to keep your job or get the vaccine in this instance is what you're talking about. If that's what they felt was the best case scenario, we're, it's not on us to be able to take that right away from them either, you know? Oh, so, 100%. That's what I mean. Is yeah. It, well, I, I don't mean the people that genuinely wanted to get the vaccine. I'm well, talking no. about people that didn't want to get it that said, oh, well, I'm going to lose my job, so I'm just going to do this. And it's like these are the things that I feel like if we were able to at that time – because this is where it all started. If we were able to, at that time, have civil and productive and thorough conversations with one another about the best way to proceed, then maybe things never ha would have gotten to that point. And I guess that's, that's kind of why we went down this rabbit hole. This is not the, the topic we wanted to talk about today. But my point is that hopefully that, that's the kind of conversational uh, you know, dialogue that I really want to have here on this show. I want to. I want this to be a safe space where no matter how you feel, 
no matter which side of the aisle you fall on, no matter which side of these arguments you're on, no matter which side of certain social issues you're on, you're welcome here. In fact, your input is valued here. And, and Grace and I, a lot of times, we feel differently about, about things that people feel strongly about, but it's important, it's important that we as a whole, as a country, as a society, are able to cooperate and, and still treat each other with love and respect regardless of how they feel. And I think at the end of the day, most people want the same thing. Like mo most well, people, go ahead. I, I think I would like to normalize, and this is not exactly related to what you were saying, but I would like to normalize as my contribution to the show, believing one thing, but not feeling like you have to put yourself in a box because one of your beliefs aligns with X political party or another one of your beliefs aligns with Y political party. Just because you believe one thing here and another thing there does not mean that you have to pick and choose. And it's unfortunate. It's actually my dad and I were talking about this um, for election day this past week. And Okay, guys, we're going into politics today. <laughs> okay. I guess, well, no, it's, it's not directly related to politics, but, you know, I was talking about some candidates that we had locally and their beliefs and just different stuff like that. And I was like, oh, well, okay, so I, I like that guy. I like what he's got to say. And I like this lady. And, you know, I like what she's got to say. And he's like, okay, well, you're going to have to pick either a Republican or a Democrat Democratic ballot. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like, like, I guess... I never had paid Wait, attention there, in the past. Are there not independent ballots locally? There's no not independent ballots locally. So you have to pick either a Republican ballot and fill out your choices as a Republican. That's what you're classifying yourself as. Or you have to pick a Democratic ballot and vote to pick all of your Democratic people for the primaries. Or excuse me, the whatever. The I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know the terminology, you guys. I know that's terrible. But um I'm relatively fresh into voting, so forgive me. Um, but it was just crazy to think about because you wonder why. I mean, it literally starts at the local level mm -hmm. that we are forced to put ourselves well, in know, these different boxes. I know, I know on, boxes. A on a presidential level, that's not this. It's not necessarily yeah, but, the same. But, but it's, yes, local matters so much. I know it matters so a lot. much. And I would argue that it almost matters equally as much as the federal government. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, there's no argument there. That, and, you know, for a long time, a lot of you guys don't know this about me, but I used to be really, really into politics because I, it started as I was really into philosophy and then I got really into history and then I got really into politics because anytime you look into history and you get really, really into history, you start to understand that there's like, you know, that government plays a huge role in shaping history. And so I got really into that. And obviously, I have this core passion of just helping people, helping as many people as I can, just making a positive contribution to society as a whole. And so naturally, politics looked attractive to me because you have an opportunity to implement like things, laws and rules and um, you know things that, that, that really affect real change for a lot of people. And so Briefly, briefly, I got really into it, and I even considered getting into politics, and I'm, and I'm glad today uh, that I never really pursued that very much. Um, but one of the biggest problems that I have with our government as a whole is that, I mean, there's a lot of problems. There's a lot more problems today than there was four years ago like I, I, that I can name, okay? But, but even four years ago, I would say the problem that I had is that we're supposed to have the model democracy 
for the for the entire world. Like the entire world, the United States of America, we are the model democracy for the world. And our democracy, our open democracy, has been reduced by money and corruption to, to essentially a two-party system. Like yeah. seriously. Like every, have you ever noticed that every every presidential election, the only the only candidates that you, you can even name are the Democrat and the Republican. Uh, maybe up until this last election or the one before it where Donald Trump was, was running for the first time. Okay, at that point, I, I started to see some Americans be like, okay, this is getting a little out of hand. This is getting a little out of hand. Is there anybody else on the ballot that I can vote for? Okay, at that point. But up until that point, if I asked, if I asked 100 Americans, random American adults, hey, who's running for president? Okay, guaranteed that not at least 90 out of the 100 would not be able to would would not be able to name uh, an independent candidate at all like a candidate outside of the democrats or the republicans like a libertarian or yeah. a green party like, or like, any of those like literally not I, I guarantee 9 out of 10 people can't name a candidate outside of the democrats and the republicans and it's actually by design it's by design it's because the media outlets only show you the democrat republican and then the whole race gets reduced to these two people, and then we end up looking at each other, like Grace and I are sitting here looking at each other, thinking to ourselves, man, out of how, how many people are in America today? 300 million, 400 million? 400 million Okay, so ish. out of 400 million people in America, can we not find anybody more qualified than fucking Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump? You know, that that's what I was thinking through that whole election. It's like, there's not a single other human being in America that that is more qualified than these two people. And here's the deal. I'm okay with with parts of, of, of those people, so that's fine. But but that's really what I was wondering because as a voter, I didn't love either one of them. I didn't love either one of them. And it's like, man, how have we allowed for our our system, which in theory is perfect, it's a perfect governmental system. How have we allowed it to be corrupted? to the point that it's reduced to a two-party system. And those two parties, I'll have you know, those two parties are so well-funded and they're so powerful. It's it's virtually impossible for somebody to break into those. Well, not only that, but also we've allowed those parties to now infiltrate how we treat one another person to person. Because going back to what I was saying earlier, let's say that you have one specific belief that aligns with a specific party just by you having like, a conversation. Like, so, so, okay. so abortion. So abortion. Let's say that you are pro-choice and I automatically assume in my head, because we have a discussion about pro, pro-choice or um, pro-life, and you say that you're pro-choice, then I also assume that you are a Democrat and you fall into every single other category yep. of so their beliefs, which... You might not agree with, but we jump to those conclusions and then we immediately, because we're afraid to have these sorts of conversations with people, put up walls. Well, we put up walls and we also put that person in a box instead of discussing the rest of the things. I assume, okay, Grace is, and this is, we're just hypothetical here, but Grace is, if Grace is pro-choice, okay, she must also be, you know, for more government interference in, in economics. She must also be for, you know, uh, global warming uh, and energy, you know, uh, initiatives. She must also be for, that's basically what she's saying, is that, 
if, if we find out that Grace is pro-choice, we're also going to assume that she aligns and supports every other. She supports gay marriage. She supports, you know, rights for the, you know, minority communities and all of these things. She supports immigration. We can just assume that she fits in that box. But the truth is, it's not true. It's not true. And we got It's not fair that we're doing that to one another. No. And it's, and it's extremely counterproductive, you know. And so hopefully, hopefully we can on this show, like I said, this is the safe space. We are going to talk about things like that from time to time. We're also going to talk about some really cool shit. OK, seriously, like Grace and I, we do a lot of really cool shit. We feel we just saying this the other day, like the other day, I literally was walking through the house and I said to Grace, man, I really love our house. And she said, man, I was thinking that this morning. I was thinking, man, I really love our life. You know, I love our life. Like we do a lot of really fun, really cool shit. And we're going to bring you guys along for that stuff too. But guess what? Like you can't, we, our lives, our lives are going to change as we know them. If we don't, if we don't get better as a society, if we don't get better as a group, if we don't start cooperating, if we don't start talking to one another. So like it, love it, hate it. Don't really care. We're going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep on showing up until uh, until our freedom of speech is entirely gone, <laughs> which which we're heading in I that hope, direction. I hope that I never live to see that day. I know. That we never live to see that day. We, all of us, and all of you guys listening. Like, what do you... Okay, so, I mean, the truth is, with with that, it's so sad that we've gotten to this place, but, but you know what that is? It's honestly cancel culture. Like... I think that no, that combined with political correctness. Well, if you take hold on one second, if, if you take those two concepts, cancel culture, which is just the mob mentality, it's just a bunch of people being followers. Like that's what it is. Like you hear one thing about one person and you say, "Fuck that person," and I'm done supporting them. Here's the deal. Let me just say this as somebody who literally has went to prison. Okay. Somebody who was banished from society, spent five and a half years in prison. If you are the kind of person that looks at somebody's error in judgment, one decision, they make one questionable decision that is an error in judgment, they, 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 they make a mistake. They make a bad choice. Let's say they, they, they do something. Okay, You look at them and you say, fuck that person. And prior to that, Prior to that, you actually were a supporter of that person. And you can actually tell me why you like this person. You can say, man, I really like that person, man. Back you know, a year ago, they did this, and they did this, and they did this, and I love that they share this and all this stuff. Okay, if you know somebody well enough that you support them and you know why you support them, and then they do something and you say, fuck that person, you are a contributor to the problem. I don't want to say – I don't want to be – I don't want to be – Ruthless, because what I really want to say is fuck you, okay? Because what I said to Grace this uh, not too long ago is that those people, those people are the kind of people that when I got arrested, we would have been best friends. And then when I got arrested, I would have never fucking heard from you again. Because yep. you're not a true supporter, you're not a true friend, and you're allowing for one questionable decision to negate all of the good that that person has ever done and contributed to your life. They may have taught you things. They have, may have shared a perspective with you. They may have contributed to memories that you have. They may have contributed to your overall positive experience of life in a number of different ways, in a fucking hundred ways. And then they do one thing and you say, fuck that person. It, it's We as a society, we have such a hard time keeping people in full perspective. And what I mean by that is that even when somebody does something that you don't like, 
if they disagree with you on one issue, okay, keeping them in full perspective means that you never lose sight of all the good that they've done. You never lose sight of how good they've they've contributed to society, they've contributed to their company, they've contributed to your life, okay? Never lose sight of a whole person just in you know just because they do one thing that you don't like. And I think that we're doing that on a large scale. Like we're doing that on such a big scale that these people who have contributed to society, to culture, to whatever, right? They've, they've, they've made contributions to our lives, little people, on an, indi- on an individual level, they've contributed, okay? And then they do one thing and we write them off, you know? So that's one. And then the other political... Wait, correct- I want to add something Go on ahead. that before you move on, because you're right in saying that, you know, if you are a follower of that person and you turn on them just because of one thing, then screw you, buddy. But also... It's other people who don't know those people who hop on the bandwagon who are like, yeah, fuck that guy. Screw him. He sucks. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You don't know anything about and him. And you don't even you you don't don't know, know what him. he's done. You, you don't, don't know, know what he, anything. So, so that's one. Is this, The cancel culture is just... I have something else to add. Keep cutting me off. But my other thing is people in cancel culture have zero loyalty. Yeah. Zero loyalty. You think that, let's say I'm in cancel culture and I turn on Mark today. Well, okay, then just as likely, then the rest of cancel culture is going to turn on me tomorrow if I say something wrong. Look yeah. at Lizzo. Lizzo is a per- perfect example. She put out a song and she's, dude, don't even get me started on that shit. She's chick. crazy. <laughs> but she's like in with that crowd. And all of a sudden she puts out this song, which was not a good like it was just the lyrics were nasty but anyway she puts out this song and cancel culture turns on her and immediately she takes down the song she's apologetic about it she changes the lyrics puts up a new song and like and that's another thing on that which i'm sure that mark will go into maybe not today but with being apologetic to cancel culture you can't be apologetic fuck those people okay This, this is this is my mentality okay i already shared it it's like if you are a participant or a supporter of this cancel culture bullshit that's going on in America, you're the you're the friend. You're the friend. You guys know that I was, dude. I was like one of the most popular fucking guys from from where we're from. Matt and I were very very popular. Okay, very popular. Like every fucking we go anywhere and people say, oh you're one of the twins. Like they act like they're our guys, best friends. We went to New York two uh, two months ago and when we were up there, literally at SPAC, which some of you guys will know what SPAC is. People were still. Walking around and they saw Mark. Oh my God, you're Mark Joe. Like they- I, I haven't <laughs> been. I haven't been there in ten years, guys. Like for real. Like I haven't. And so anyway, I, I go there, and, and or we're, we're, we were really really popular. I get arrested, dude. I had no fucking friends. No fucking friends. I didn't, I never heard from us. This is why I don't go home. This is why I don't go home because I learned how people really are, right? And so, and so if you're a supporter, if you're if you're somebody that's participating in this cancel culture mob mentality, just understand that you're saying you're saying just as much about yourself as you are about that person, okay? And that shit comes back. That shit comes back around. Ooh, so it comes so back. if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything, but don't participate and don't encourage that shit. All right, so that's one thing. And then the other the other thing, the other culprit, the other thing that's really slowly but surely deteriorating our, our freedom of speech, which is one of the greatest rights that we have in this country, is that we can say whatever we want and the government will not interfere. They'll let us have conversations, right? So the other thing is this political correctness, okay? Everybody's so, everybody's so sensitive these days, they pretend to be offended by everything that's said 
that 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 might challenge their way of thinking, living, or believing. You know, and and it's a huge problem. Like there, there, it, it's also a very difficult problem to solve because yes, people are sensitive, and you do have to be sensitive to people's feelings okay but we can't allow for that to deter us from having the conversations that we really need to be having like by by pushing this cancel culture uh stuff and then also pushing this political correctness what's happening is that we as a whole are starting to literally censor ourselves okay we're we're starting to self-censor, where we won't even touch a topic. We won't even talk about politics. We won't talk about public health. We won't talk about abortion. And when we stop talking about them, because we're afraid that we're going to offend somebody, we're afraid that we're going to get canceled, we're afraid we're going to lose all of our friends, it's a problem. When we won't talk about them, we get railroaded. That's what happens. We get railroaded by the people who are making decisions because we don't, who knows? I don't know whether Grace actually supports it or not because I'm, I'm afraid to talk to her about it. But what, but what you'll find when you're actually willing to start having the hard conversations with people is that most of us agree on all of it. Most of us agree on all of it. I would argue that like, like the way that I describe myself, and I'm okay putting this out there, is I'm socially liberal and I'm fiscally conservative, okay? Socially liberal, basically how that translates is like, dude, I don't give a fuck what you do. Like I, 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 what you I, do, I, who I am you a, do. Yeah, <laughs> I am a live and let live. I don't care who you, who you like, who you sleep with. I don't care how you dress. I don't care what, what you do with your body. I, 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 don't, I don't care. I'm a live and let live 1000%. As long as you are not posing a, a risk or danger to anybody else and you're not infringing upon anybody else's ability to live their life the way that they see fit, okay? Just like I was saying in the beginning, I wanna be able to make decisions for myself. We're all, we're all in the same situation where we're just navigating this, this amazing opportunity that we all have called life. We're all just trying to find our way you know, to the end of the tunnel. We're trying to find the light. We're trying to find you know, happiness. We're trying to find fulfillment. We're trying to find a life that we can be proud of. We're trying to find financial security. We're all, we're all looking for the same things. And you know what? There's a million different paths to the same destination. And I, don't, I can't claim this is my first, this is my first try. This is my first try. I, I don't know the answer. I don't know the, I don't know the way. All I'm doing is I'm, I'm going day to day, decision by decision, trying to do my best. And I know you guys are too. I know you guys are too. And you know what? I can't claim to know everything. So who knows? M maybe I figure it out, but maybe you figure it out. So you know what? The last thing that I'm going to do is tell you, don't go down that path. Don't do it that way. Because you know what? I don't, I don't fucking know any better than you do. So, so that's my social stance is like, hey, live and let live. Let everybody else figure it out. You guys are trying to make the most of your gift, of your opportunity, life. You guys are trying to make the most of it just like I am. So don't tell me what to do, and I won't tell you what to do. That's my social stance. But fiscally, I'm conservative, okay? And basically what that means is that I believe in capitalism, I believe in a free market. I believe in competition. I, be, I, be, I believe in less government interference in business. And that's because I believe in the American dream. Okay, I believe in the American dream. I think that uh, America you know, gives people the greatest opportunity on earth to make something of yourself. You know, Look around. Look at all the people that literally have built greatness from nothing. Look at people that were born poor 
and have ended Look at up- people who immigrated here. Yeah, I mean, dude, I love, oh my God, I love talking to immigrants that come to this country, first generation immigrants that come here from other countries. If you ever get a chance to talk to one of them, dude, talk to them. Talk to them. There's some of the, it's so cool. It just puts into perspective the way that other people view America. And it's so crazy because if you look around America right here, you, you you talk to people that were born and raised here, that their family has never been in. Okay, you talk to those people and they talk about America as if it's a, you know, some some terrible place to live. Like, motherfucker, go somewhere then. Go 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 to Europe. Go to South America. Go to Asia. Go to China. Go somewhere if you think this isn't the greatest country on earth. You know, you talk to an inter- immigrant and they're like, man, you know, the opportunity that you guys have here. And a lot of them, they build businesses for themselves. They build lives for themselves and for their families, right? So fiscally, I'm conservative because I believe in that. I believe in the American dream. I don't think that... Um, I don't I don't think that that everybody deserves this equal shares because I also don't because I I just don't I think that your share your reward should be in proportion to your contribution. That's what I believe. And and so it it really does make it hard for me, me to move off that square. Like I think we should all contribute taxes. I think we should all do that stuff, but I think that the sky should be the limit for anybody that's willing to give their whole life, their opportunity, you know, to building something uh, a value or or that's impactful or or great right so socially conservative conservative and or excuse me socially liberal fiscally conservative is sort of is sort of where I land um but anyway man we don't even have I mean we've been on here for 47 minutes already yeah I think this is a good intro episode I don't know that we need to go into the topics that we had today I I uh all right well cool well to wrap it up guys you know, seriously, like the, the the point of this conversation is to help bring some awareness to the fact that like we're, we're you know, things, things are tense out there. You know, socially, things are tense between people. And um, and if we can just if we can just set the example that like, hey, it's OK, like it's OK to talk to people that feel differently than you do. In fact, it's encouraged. You have to. Well, and, and another thing, too, like the media and social media glorify differences and our their intention is to cause divide between the common person. Oh yeah. Because divided we fall. United and- we stand, divided we fall. But on that note, if you talk to people in your life day to day, more more times than not, I would say nine and a half times out of ten, if you ask someone about the an experience that they have, if you engage in a conversation with someone about a topic that tends to be kind of dicey or, you know, a hot button topic in the media, as long as you don't come at it with this cancel culture attitude, if you create space and are open, if you go in with an open mind and you're willing to sit there and have a conversation with someone else about what they've gone through and what's formed their beliefs, nine times out of 10, they'll be receptive to it too. So that's- 100%. We gotta, we've got to present things in a way that lets people know that that it's not my way or no way. Like like I try to be I try to be very careful. I've gotten compliments about that over the years because I've always tried to do it. Like trust and believe that if I say some shit, I believe it strongly. Okay, it's very I I, I believe it strongly. I don't form strong beliefs on no information. So once I've done the inf- done the digging, done the homework, looked into the information, I've formed a consensus. It's it's. Usually it's 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 grounded in research. 
It's grounded in, 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 and so it's hard to change my mind, but I still present it as if I'm open to hearing whatever you have to say. I've already, um, but the reason why I, I brought up the, the, the fact that I'm socially liberal and fiscally conservative was actually to make a point and say that, that I think that once you develop the courage to start having some of these conversations, you will find that most people, oh, most wow. people feel very similarly. Most people, we, we agree on 75% of things and 25% of things are different. If that, if that, I'm talking, if that, that's max, okay? Most people are 90% in agreement and there's a few topics that we dis disagree on, but even on the topics that we disagree on, okay, that's why I started with that. Even on the topics that we disagree on, like the public health question, right? The vaccines and everything like that. There's almost always a solution that caters to both parties. There's almost always a solution. And not only that, but having people in your life who believe things that are different than you adds so much value, not only to you, your life, but also to their life. And it causes you to think individually as a person, which is something that's so rare these days, just yep. because we're like literally smothered with all sorts of information from every which way, having someone who contradicts with you, particularly somebody in your life who you have a close relationship with, causes you to take a step back and actually think for yourself about, hmm, what is it that I believe and why do I believe that if so-and-so who I thought was a person who I, you know, loved and supported, if they believe that, then maybe it's something that I can open my mind a little bit to as well. Yeah. All right, guys, that's all we got today. Um, listen, seriously, reach out to us. Feedback, advice, like, 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 Please or give us a comments, name, questions, comments, <laughs> concerns. Like, give us feedback and, and don't just reach out, like, hey, I love that episode. I agree with everything you said. Okay. Sometimes there's going to be things that you disagree with. Those are times that we want to hear from you, too. Like, seriously, guys, we're, if you, uh, eventually, I'm sure, I hope that we develop relationships with lots of you, but like the people that Grace and I have in our lives, like all of our, our close friend circle is very diverse. Like to, to her point just a minute ago, like we have, a, I mean, some of our best friends like feel very differently than mm -hmm. we do about a lot of things, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, and that's okay. It's okay. It actually adds a lot of variety and, 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 and curiosity Makes to you your think. life. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have some contributions to... If you have a name suggestion, yeah. circling back to that, That's we're going to run our little contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Win our so contest. Okay? Win our contest. Um, How long are we going to put the contest on? Till we uh, pick one? Until we find one. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be, it'll be open-ended until we decide on a name. And then last but not least, if you enjoyed the show, please share it. Okay, share it. Um, it, it really... You know, this is this is a passion project, both of mine and, and I know that Grace loves helping people just as much as I do. She loves, you know, being, you know, a motivator or a, a source of inspiration. I just like to talk. Yeah. No, and, and she loves to talk too. But <laughs> Which is hard being with Mark because he likes to talk way know, more than I, know, I do. I <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. We'll talk to you next time. Okay, Happy bye. Day.